0: All right, welcome back, HR professionals and employee benefit enthusiasts. Jeff Cross here, the host of Friends with Employee Benefits and HR. Listen, the topic today is uh, one that's always trendy. It's technology and specifically fighting turnover and costs with the use of technology. And just to lead off a little bit of of great information to have, a little data, Randstad tells us that 77% of employees expect their employer to provide easier options for completing routine tasks compared to what it was like three years ago. And here's the one that really gets me four out of 10. So four out of 10 employees report having left the job because they didn't have access to the latest digital tools. So if you're using paper or you're not current in any way, shape, or form with technology, you've got a flight risk with your employee. Technology, it's not just about uh, being able to complete day-to-day tasks, though. So your employees are expecting technology in the way that you communicate with them and specifically in the way that you're helping them understand and leverage and maximize their employee benefits as well. So with that in mind, I'm I'm really, really excited to have Tom Lacoste here from HealthJoy. So Tom,
1: take 30 seconds, one minute, tell us what HealthJoy does and what your role at HealthJoy is. Hey, thanks very much, Jeff. So my name is Tom LaCasse, as Jeff mentioned. I'm the Director of Sales for the Northeast. So we are a technology company um, headquartered out of Chicago. Simply stated, our mission is to simplify the healthcare experience. I mean, the opportunity we saw is an industry that's extremely fragmented and confusing for employees. And our goal, and I believe we're achieving it, is to become the most robust one-stop shop benefits guidance platform in the industry. And we do that in a, a number of ways, but first and foremost, Health Joy is the company. Joy is the face of our company. She's a virtual assistant chatbot powered by artificial intelligence, but she's supported by our concierge team, which is truly the backbone of our, of our company housed in Chicago. And based on what we're seeing in our industry and the proof of concepts and successes, Clearly to us, um, this is the way of the future and not just from a clinical standpoint, but from a member guidance and engagement standpoint as well.
0: So uh, thank you for that introduction to the, the health joy and uh, we'll, we'll get into a little bit more about the simplification of processes because uh, employees definitely expect that. and um, but listen let, let's start by talking about the fact that you know generally people think of technology, and they're thinking about machines and robots and, and AI, right? So, so how does technology play into the, the benefits in HR space specifically?
1: Great question. And so well, let's talk about that and, and what people expect, and not really even expect demand today in, in, in an experience. So as you know, uh, our industry tends to be extremely fragmented. Uh, when employees need to access information, they have to go to so many places to get that information. Healthcare is housed here. They have a high deductible health plan. They have a bank account with an HSA there. EAPs, voluntary programs, strategic initiative by the uh, put forth by employers that are, that are great solutions, but extremely fragmented and spread out. And if you think about it, how do we communicate in our industry today? One of the most popular ways is a once-a-year event, an open enrollment meeting. And we find employees generally going there mainly to see if their payroll deductions are increasing. Maybe mm-hmm. half asleep, right, oh, yeah. um, not paying attention. i seen, by the way,
0: and you probably have too in your career, I've seen people sleeping in enrollment meetings. Uh, and I'm sure you have. Tell, tell me you have.
1: Uh, Jeff, they've never fallen asleep in one of my meetings, but <laughs> but no, it's not the most exciting topic <laughs> yeah. in the world I'm either.
0: i sure it is me, but so, you know what? Another stat that I've seen is, uh, and I, I'm going off of memory, it's kind of a scary thing for me to do, but um, something like thir- maybe 35% of the employees who are in an open enrollment meeting are actually paying attention. Correct.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, I would agree with that. Yeah. I mean, think about it we're all busy um they're showing up once a year they're coming with generally printed out materials mm-hmm. certain certainly not materials they carry around with them uh for the remainder of the year where we're introducing new strategies and programs during this meeting and if you think about it and these strategies are phenomenal uh telemedicine which maybe we'll talk about um eap programs narrow networks the, the direct contracting strategies that weren't there when we both started in the industry and telemedicine wasn't there yeah. Um, pharmacy uh, solutions, mail order, and so you think about it, and these strategies are great, and they're built on the right methodology. If utilized properly, the employees do have to follow directions, there will be return on investment. But think about the person sitting in that meeting going, oh great, another website to go to, another app to download. Quite honestly, it's confusing for them, and it's not the experience they're looking for. They're looking for that Uber-like, that Amazon-like experience where, you know, you go to a site and you're being guided and directed. This is what you bought before. This is what other people are buying. Just click on the button. And it's intuitive. And it's intuitive. Yeah. And, it, and it really guides the person along to an end result. And by clicking on a button, a package will show up, in this case, in their doorstep. But it could be. Something else. It could be searching for a car. That tell never me.
0: happens at your house. You never get any packages.
1: So, so the joke that I like to tell is 25 years in the industry, always worked in an office setting, mostly on the carrier and, and the brokerage side. Been with Health Joy for about three months now, and I work remotely. And without fail, the doorbell rings every day. <laughs> and it's either a package from, from Amazon, Zappos, or Whole Foods. My wife is a healthy eater. We have four kids, two in college. And I say, honey, what about our budget here? And she goes, oh, it's so easy. Tell me what other people are buying, what other people bought before. I get emails. I click on the button. It shows up. It saves me time and money. That's literally the experience people want, Absolutely. even in our industry. Yep. And unfortunately, it doesn't exist today. Mm-hmm. This is the opportunity we saw with HealthJoy. And this is this is experience we want to bring into our industry as well.
0: So, Tom, let's, let's talk about how technology has changed uh, uh, employee benefits in general at a high level.
1: So there's so many areas that in technology is improving or enhancing the employer's threat benefits program, uh, their ability to to identify cost drivers and and attack those particular areas. So as you know, particularly with healthcare, there's a mountains of claims info available, and there are solutions out there with great data analytics uh, providers that really dive deeply into that information and get specific to the person. But in many cases, the employer is sitting there and, and maybe even the consultant saying, now what? Like, how do we engage those people? And I think that's where uh, we come in from a communication standpoint. So it's actually calling out uh, data. Uh, machine learning and AI can discover trends and opportunities and claims data that have never been there before. And technology makes this information actionable. So you could really, again, address those cost drivers in a way that's specific to a person or a group of people with an organization, and really reduce costs and claims.
0: And then, and what about HR? This is a podcast where we've got not just benefits folks, but just HR yeah. generalists as well. How how does technology impact HR in, in general, high level?
1: So, of course, it changes the the um, renewal conversation around you know how many people are using telemedicine. Um, what areas need to be promoted more? But even from an employee uh, experience standpoint, if you think about it, and we discussed, our industry is very confusing, it's very fragmented, and it generates generally leads to questions. And many of those questions are more common and asked 80 or 90% of the time. How do I see how much I've met towards my deductible? I lost my ID card. What voluntary benefits do we offer again? And we're not saying that HR should not address their employees' questions, of course they should, their HR, but what we're saying is a lot of those common questions could be answered by technology. Yeah. And on average, those types of questions take up 30% of HR's times, if you think about it. And if we could give that back to an HR professional where they could spend it more on culture, mm-hmm. we talked about retention, the economy's great, right? Unemployment is down. It's 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 a, it's an attract and retain type market right now. Yeah. So that's where HR, you know, those more strategic initiatives that benefit the overall organization.
0: It's saving the HR team's time, right? It's reducing that that flow of employees into the HR generalist office to ask those those common questions, right? I also think too about uh, technology has changed the process of open enrollment through through Ben Admin systems, right? It's taken it from a manual paper process to a uh, to a in, in in most cases, hopefully these days, if you're still using the manual enrollment process, there's an issue, right? I mean, you know, everything's online now, so we should be enrolling online. It changes. You've got uh, wellness programs that are happening uh, on an app or on or or online as well. And so, and these are all things that uh, that generally HR teams have been uh, historically, anyway, in the past, that had to do manually.
1: You're 100% right. And uh, just a personal example, pretty interesting again, having been in the industry as long as I have and setting up my office at home. Tom, what sort of equipment do you need? Well, I need a couple monitors, obviously, the laptop, a printer. Oh, why do you need a printer? All well, to print out materials. Literally, at this organization, I have no nothing to hand out. There's nothing printed. Yeah, everything is DocuSign, uh, powerpoints, two minute videos. The whole onboarding so, process. You were right. and so that's indicative of our industry, and exactly as you described it.
0: You imagine, you remember the time. You probably, like I remember the time. You you'd start a new job, and you'd spend the first literally two days, full two days, maybe more, just filling out paperwork that had to be filled out. And 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 so imagine. Imagine now you hire somebody new, and you're onboarding them, and you drop three stacks of papers on their desk, what the, re, what the reaction would be. It's unacceptable.
1: It's not, it's not what people want, and it's not what they expect, so you're 100% right. So then, then how critical is it then is technology in our industry at this point? So think about it. Um, technology in any industry disrupts the existing players. And that is happening in our industry as well. Because if you think about it, costs, costs healthcare costs in particular, are still out of control mm-hmm. and still trending up. So how do we stop that trend? And it has to be with technology. And I'll, I'll just throw a, a most recent, I'll say proof of concept of, have you heard of the firm Lavongo?
0: Oh, yes. Okay.
1: So I just happened to pick up an article in For- Diabetes Forbes. Diabetes management. Diabetes management. Yeah. They went public, IP, launched their IPO about three weeks ago. I think. By the way, are they a paid advertiser of this podcast? <laughs> I know, <laughs> you know, a free advertising full of yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know what, they are That's successful. Right. They are a good yeah. solution, but the point is that they're using digital tools supported by concierge to manage that the diabetic the diabetes population, yeah. and they're doing it successfully. So the article went on to say, "Oh, we're going to look ap- back upon this time as when the whole healthcare industry's changed." And if you think about HealthJoy, we, we kind of do the same thing. We're a member guidance platform supported by artificial intelligence, but we're absolutely supported by the concierge team, which is the backbone, and our live people. And that's what Lavango is as well. So now you're going to see a ton of disruptors coming into our industry, oh, yeah. both clinically and from a member experience standpoint.
0: Yeah, the, the, the pace of change and new market entrance uh, and solutions is pretty, pretty staggering. So uh, we talked a little bit about. I gave some statistics early on uh, about people, you know, kind of e- expecting to for their companies to make their lives easier in their day to day tasks, to make it easier to do their jobs and easier to get to their benefits and understand the benefits, and so on and so forth. And we talked about people literally, you know, leaving an employer because they're not getting what they expect. So, so how does how does technology in general aid in Preventing turnover.
1: Well, it, it aids in so many ways in improving or enhancing uh, the employer's benefits program and the experience. So, I'll actually give you an example of a client I was lucky, lucky, lucky enough to bring on board to HealthJoy. But I brought in this law firm, and I always liked to ask the question, you know, what about HealthJoy made you select us? And what she said to me was, and this was the director of HR, was, we have a higher paid partner of the firm who happened to get sick. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't anything extremely complicated, but it took him out of the office for quite a while and with her support navigating through the system was very confusing and she said to me for our firm time is money he earns something like $1000 an hour or so. So when he's not in the office and not working, that's costing them money. So literally time is money. So she said to me with this guidance platform uh, we feel we can eliminate all that legwork on behalf of the employees, and you, you can guide them along with your concierge team and your your artificial intelligence. So we quickly realized, and as we got into investigating your solution, that we're going to use it to attract and retain employees as well, because we we know as of right now, not many of our competitors offer a similar solution. So it's 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 it improves employee satisfaction. It, it enhances the employer's benefits program, because so many of those benefits are out of sight, out of mind. And by the use of technology and artificial intelligence, we can can make them relevant and top of mind.
0: Yeah, it's it's making life easier for them. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, like like, to your point earlier, you don't, you know, people don't go to the enrollment meeting, pull their, their 25 page booklet, you know, and then carry it around with them the rest of the time. They get to a point where they need to use a benefit. And they just aren't sure what to do because they were sleeping during the open enrollment yeah. presentation. Yeah. And technology can, can kind of help them. with. So why,
1: I, why not make it easy for them?
0: Exactly. Yeah. So, but then you mentioned ROI mm-hmm. and uh, and it is important. It's important yes. to our clients. I mean, you know, when something is going to cost them money, they want to spend it because at the end of the day, it's going to do both things. I think, right. It's going to enhance their employee experience mm-hmm which enhances, which improves employee loyalty and engagement and solves the turnover problem. But also, you know, look, we all want to spend less money on on healthcare. So how does technology do that? How does that help us save money? So,
1: so let's, let's think about that. And we brought that up. I brought it up a little bit earlier about all those great solutions that you bring forth to your clients and the clients, particularly HR, put so much effort in communicating. And if There's high utilization, there's absolutely tremendous return on investment, but that's been the the challenge in our industry. So we took a step back as HealthJoy, and part of the opportunity we saw is, what if we can actually redirect the employees at the time that they're seeking care to higher quality, lower cost, more appropriate um, options? So for example, I mentioned telemedicine earlier. Jeff, have you ever used telemedicine? I
0: haven't. I, I got it. I'm going to, it's horrible for me to say this, but I've never used telemedicine. Wow.
1: Sure. So, so you're either a healthy guy or you're one of those out of sight, out of mind employees. Yeah,
0: we're going to say I'm really healthy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm a I'm a low utilizer as well, but I do have four kids and I have used uh, telemedicine. And it's one of those things that- Was you- it easy? Was
0: it easy to use? It? I mean, got to be honest. Like One of the reasons I haven't used it is because you have to go into this- Usually you get to go to a separate website and set up a separate account and get all the, before it's time to actually use it. And then mm-hmm. if you haven't done that, when you want to use it, you really don't want to go through that hassle and it's not the key word we keep coming back to. It. It's, it's, it's really not simple. Exactly. Right?
1: So you nailed it. So
0: the technology can make it simpler.
1: It absolutely. And when, when we, when we built our app, it was really with four things in mind. And first and foremost with simplicity, because just as you stated, in any industry, if it's not simple to use, people will not do it. Okay. You could bolt on the most effective strategies in the world, telemedicine, but if they have to download a separate app and they didn't do so before the, they, the time that they needed the care, they're not gonna do it that, at that point. So why not make it easier um, for them? And that's where artificial intelligence and technology could be used to our advantage in such a great way in reducing costs. And it's a win-win-win all around. The employee wins from a cost standpoint, from a convenience standpoint, and generally speaking, it's gonna be either no claim or a lower claim to the employer's plan. So think about this. If you're using artificial intelligence and Joy is a virtual assistant chatbot, and you come to our app and you're looking for an urgent care facility because you have a migraine you called your doctor, you can't get an appointment, you put on hold, certainly not the way people want to communicate today. So you go to your health joy app and you say, I want to be in network. I, I want an urgent care facility because I want treatment immediately. I feel terrible. So you click on that button, you enter into a conversation with Joy, and she'll say, hey, Tom, who's this for? And it's for me. And what are you looking for today? Now, I could type in a response at any time, but she prompts me along for ease of use, right? When If I have a migraine, I don't want to type. I want a dropdown of six different things. Urgent care is one of them. I click on that. Is it an emergency? No, it's not. And then she says to me, by the way, are you aware you can see a board certified doctor for common conditions 24/7? There's no cost to you. Would you like to speak to a doctor now? So I'm sitting there as an employee going, I remember this. They introduced it at open enrollment, but you know what, it's six months later. Mm -hmm. I never downloaded the app, out of sight, out of mind. And I'm now I'm sitting here going, wow, I don't have to leave my house. It doesn't cost me anything. And I can see a doctor immediately. Yes, I want to speak to a physician now. We're achieving 45% utilization with telemedicine. National average is what? Anywhere between three and seven? 45%. And half of those are redirects. Half of those are from employees that are looking for a doctor, a facility, or in the worst case, an emergency room. The other half are coming to us for that experience. And once you get them to use the first time, they'll always keep coming back. And that's really the power of artificial intelligence. Addressing an employee at the time, the point of time that they're seeking a solution for how they're feeling yeah
0: yeah it creates more of the the the, the amazon experience exactly I push a couple of buttons and I'm there i'm there where 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 i need to be and where i'm getting taken care of so so again, i got to me to say that the traditional telemedicine uh, models or vendors weren't leveraging technology artificial intelligence and other technology effectively uh, to, to make it easier easy for people to use their, their telemedicine product. Right?
1: Correct. And what's so important is the member experience. And that's not anything we would compromise. So we have a partner for telemedicine, but this particular company, MeMD, was willing to go into a very deep integration with us where it's a seamless transition to that experience. And that's what has to happen. It has to be simple. There's no way the employee is downloading the app at that particular time, even if they remember that they have the telemedicine. Hence the three to seven percent utilization, and in so many uh, situations, by far the best option for that particular employee. So from a claim standpoint, the opportunity we see by using artificial and technology is just making the employees aware of better choices, better choices. Uh, lower cost, maybe sometimes the same outcomes or higher quality outcomes. And our biggest ROI area is obviously telemedicine, um, because it's such a lower cost and it's so much more appropriate than some of the other uh, the other types of facilities that you would access for that type of care. So on average, we're seeing within the first ninety days a three times return on investment just by the use of of telemedicine alone. And that applies to all areas. It could apply to an EAP that's so badly underutilized and but just so needed in our society today. So if an employee comes to us and they're looking for a mental health provider, we're going to make them aware of the fact that they get five free consults through their EAP program. And what just happened there? No claim to the employer's plan, no cost to the employee. We're choosing the mental health provider. So we're ensuring that doctors in network. So if those five Business exhaust. They continue on with their treatment. So it's really just most appropriate guiding them to the most appropriate um, high quality, low cost option. I'll just give you another. And you know this, Jeff. You know you could have a knee surgery at three different hospitals, and the outcomes could be very similar, but the difference in cost for that procedure Mm -hmm. could be three times and five times. And how does the employee know that? The information is there. The transparency tools. But they're busy. It's confusing. So know what we say: come to us. Tell us what you want. Tell us what you need. Tell us what's important to you. Go back to your day to day, and we'll get back to you with a recommendation. And it's going to be based on high quality, low cost, and it's around what the employee, what's important to the employee. And then you have, then you have other ROI areas. For example, phys, uh, pharmacy, pharmacy, and like, like, we're subject matter experts, right? I wouldn't even know where to find a manufacturer's coupon. I'm that typical guy. I get a prescription filled and I go right to the pharmacy and I pay whatever my copay is or the contracted rate, and I'm on my second thought. I don't even give it a second thought. And what we're finding is there's tremendous savings through these various types of strategies. On average, we're looking at nine to 10, pharmacy optimization, mail order, therapeutic alternatives, generic. Now, for some of those more expensive ones, international is becoming a viable option. So we say to our members, come to us. If you have an expensive drug, enter into conversation with Joy, we'll create a ticket, we'll hand it off to our concierge team, and we'll look for ways to save you money on that drug. And The way you receive that recommendation is through a push notification. Hey, Tom, you let us know you were taking X, we found a way to save you money, would you be interested? By clicking on that that push notification, it will tell me how. Tremendous ROI in that area, and of course, medical bill review. Of the medical bills that we see come into our organization that we find errors 75% of the time, not usually big errors, but smaller errors. But if you can imagine if you're someone at home and you get a bill out of network and that was never your intention, we say to the people, don't freak out. Don't go to HR. We say don't pay the bill because they will to stay out of collections, which is incredible. And then you try to recoup that money. We say come to us. Enter the conversation with Joyce. she will ask you to take a picture of that bill. It will initiate an outreach call from our concierge team. And now we're going to advocate on your behalf and see if there's any errors or savings um, on your behalf. And then there's soft ROI with the time we take off of HR's plate. Um, we're pushing out recommendations. If we're scheduling an appointment, we know they're taking advantage of the recommendation. Sometimes they're not, so we're not entirely sure. So that's more of a soft ROI. Yeah. But tremendous amount of savings to be had with the use of technology in our industry today.
0: So you're taking time off of HR's hands and that lets them be less tactical, spend less time on tactical you know, stuff and more on strategy and being strategic and how to make the organization stronger and culture and all those things. You're also taking time off of the, off of the, off the member, the employee's hands, right? Which, which And I think about the, the soft ROI of having employees who are spending less time worrying about their healthcare experience and their benefits and that bill they got in the mail and whether or not they were actually went to the right place for that knee surgery and, and who's, gonna, who's gonna research that, that bill for them or find them lose right. The less they're worried and stressed out about their healthcare and their benefits in general, the more focused mm-hmm. and engaged they can be at, at work and therefore the more efficient and productive that work too. And so that's gotta be intuitively that has to be to fall in there with a, with
1: a soft ROI. Then we go back to attract and retain. And if I could quickly give you a personal story. Yep. So about two years ago, and I tend to be a low utilizer, so I haven't really used the healthcare uh, system much other than to deliver four of my kids, which was uh, great. But unfortunately, my mom, who is very healthy, she had an emergency triple bypass about two years ago. And I remember showing up at the hospital and big Italian family in New York saying, hey, Tom, You're the subject matter expert. You got this. And I'm like, I got this. I was fully confident. I've been in the industry for 25 years. My brother's a general contractor. He built my deck. He's looking at me now. And and I, so listen, I knew more than them. We know more as people in the industry than employees, but I was put through the wringer. I got to tell you, it felt like a full-time job. And we were in the hospital for three weeks. And after we got home, equipment was showing up, um, bills out of network. I I mean, it was intense. I really look back and wish I would have had the support that we're providing people through HealthJoy and really through artificial intelligence supported by a live human concierge. team.
0: Yeah, yeah, great, great, great example. And you know, for HR professionals listening, if you think that you don't have employees that are having that experience that you had with your mom, uh, uh, you know, think again, uh, that's what's happening out there in a very confusing and fragmented uh, healthcare delivery system.
1: Exactly. So first and foremost, it's our, our use of artificial intelligence to connect with our members on a real-time basis and instantaneously and enter into a conversation with them. Mm -hmm. And then it allows us to stay connected with them all throughout the year based on what the employer wants to stay relevant. Wellness programs, you know, do we have a behavioral health challenge uh, within our organization? Hey, did the flu run throughout our organization last year? Let's send out a, a quick push notification to say, hey, flu season, how did you get your flu shot? Little taps on the shoulder. So
0: this is outward you're outreaching through the technology to the employees. It's not just the members coming to you. It's you outreaching and, and, and your clients using joy as a method of communication to their employees is what you're saying.
1: Correct. And, it, and it's in the method that the employees want to connect with us. So I'll okay. give you a few stats, for example.
0: But, and by the way, before you give me the stats, so this comes, we're kind of full circle mm-hmm. to the fact that, the once a year open enrollment meeting, uh, is it doesn't work, right? You've got to have ongoing communication about benefits to the employees to make sure that they understand what they've got, how to use it, how to maximize it, right?
1: So that's a great point. So I, a lot of many times... You, you to get your stat now that you... Gonna I'm going to go it. back to the stat, but I have so much I want to say <laughs> in a limited <laughs> amount of time. and. You know, um, so as you can tell, I'm excited about what we're doing and, um, we're, we're growing like crazy and it's really being received well by the marketplace. But what I will say is you're exactly right. So when I ask the question of an employer, how do you communicate your benefits program to your employees? And generally I'll say post open enrollment and I get, you know, various, some, some are actually pretty creative, but it's usually they come to me or we set up a, a dedicated email or a dedicated 800 number. And it's not an effective way to stay relevant or top of on and remind them of all the great benefits that that employer has put forth for them. Yep. You know, I was on a call this morning and the employer was like, I don't even think our, our employees know that we give them life insurance. And I was like, wow, that's terrible. And the stat I wanted to go over was, um, and, and the point I wanted to make is with artificial intelligence, we're able to communicate in a way that people want to be communicated by. So if you're like me, Jeff, and you get a phone call on your smartphone and you don't recognize the number, I don't answer it. It goes right into a, a voicemail if they leave a voicemail. So, when I get
0: your number pop up, I don't answer
1: <laughs> I guess you don't have me in your, in your, uh, in your address book. <laughs> no, I do. Actually, you just hurt my feelings. <laughs> but it's true. Um, 14% of phone calls are answered. The majority are not. I was joking, by the way. You I know. know. Tom
0: and I go, we go back a ways We worked with one another years and years ago. So we can
1: joke like that. Yeah, the next podcast is about our adventures in the 90s. Yeah. So that one might be a little bit more interesting. We'll see how that <laughs> I've goes. I've got the
0: perfect outfit for that too.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so you think about today and how people communicate and we're so busy and phone is not the 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 communication Method of choice, uh, email, right? In our industry, during this time of the year, we are bombarded with emails. So less than 20% are opened. If if it's not from a client or for me, a partner, pretty much it's getting put aside. But last year, 8 trillion texts were sent out. 98% were opened in two minutes or less, and 100% were opened. Now, why? Because it comes to you. Generally, a text is going to come from someone I know. There's usually a few words right on top that catches your attention. But overwhelmingly, this is the way that people want to communicate today. Yeah, so you're you're
0: you're meeting employees where they are, uh, not where you want them to be.
1: Correct. And I would also add that some people will have the perception that this only works for millennials, but the statistics show otherwise. And what I mean by that is, generally speaking, the overwhelming majority of people have smartphones. And I gave the example of my wife earlier, who certainly. Uh, shop, shops uh, through experiences that provide uh, artificial intelligence and technology as well.
0: So, Tom, is, is, is in the developing of HealthJoy's technology, mm-hmm. what was that something that really sort of stood out to them, that, that moment of insight, that aha moment that they had that they weren't even expecting to see mm-hmm. or, or learn?
1: So, Jeff, as you can imagine and you know, engagement is always a challenge in our industry. So we launched our solution, our app, our technology in a few different ways. One was by smartphone. We had a desktop version as well. And we quickly realized that people wanted to communicate by the smartphone 90% plus percentage of the time. So we actually sunsetted and left the desktop version. And we took the money that was allotted for that specific mode of communication and put it towards... Our app, so clearly it's like aha, this is the way people want to communicate today, and we already discussed that text-like messaging style of communication.
0: Great, awesome. Um, so yeah, t- technology is transforming the business, the benefits business. You, don't, you know, I think a lot of people think, geez, how does technology? You know, they, that that initial thought is uh, the two aren't married in any way, uh, and I think the industry's been slow to the uptake. Oh yes, but but here we go. We we're we're now starting to come out of the gate strong on on technology solutions that's changing the way we we deliver our benefits to our employees so 100%. listen uh i, I know you got going to get out of here but before you go we're going to do a little rapid fire a couple of a uh, couple of personal questions i have to ask you about okay
1: okay so, fair enough. you're a new york
0: guy i'm gonna i'm gonna i, I would normally say you have know, giants or patriots but i think i know the answer to that one already but, unfortunately
1: uh, giants got, right now Mets or yankees i'm a yankees fan Okay. favorite movie Oh, great question. I'm going to say the one that I tend to stop on when I'm when I'm surfing is I love Rocky because it brings brings me back to my uh, younger days. But I love those uh, Italian type being Italian myself, Goodfellas oh, yeah. uh, and things like that as well. But an interesting, I'll throw you a side one, uh, which I love is Scent of a Woman, <laughs> Al Pacino. Yeah plays a uh an ex Colonel, Colonel yeah. and he's uh is he's blind, right? Yeah. So but just a really, really cool movie.
0: All right. I doubt we'll get that answer from anybody else.
1: <laughs> not Sent of <to> a Woman.
0: <laughs> All right, you're stranded on an island, you can only have either chocolate or vanilla ice cream. What are you gonna go for? Oh
1: 100 percent chocolate. I need flavor in my life.
0: Yeah, yeah. All right. If you were not doing what you do now, what would you be doing?
1: Wow, that's a great question. I I I think you know, I learned and I try to teach this to my kids. Um, contribution is such a, a powerful, uh, I don't even know if I would call it an emotion, but what I've learned is that when I've gotten involved with charities and things like that, and I don't do it for this reason, but whatever I give out, I seem to get back two or three times, whether it's in the way of fulfillment, you know, feeling good. So if I was ever in a position, uh, I would love to engage. Um, with a charity around children, I would say. I sit on a couple boards right now. So I I really, again, I get more out of it than I give out. I'm 100% sure of that. Great answer. Good job. Thanks.
0: Tom, thanks so much for being here. I've I've thoroughly enjoyed it. And uh, hopefully we'll get you on at some point in, in season two. I guess, you know, to sum it all up, clearly technology is is we're in the process of really through technology disrupting the benefits in hr world and changing the way we engage with our employees uh and and finally realizing that employees are expecting us to come to them uh and and reach them and communicate with them in the way that they want to be communicated to and it's uh it's changing everything and so that's the the gist of the story is you know i asked the question how how important is it's 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 it couldn't be more important than it than it is. It's changing everything. To learn more about technology in our industry and specifically how H R I S platforms and bed admin systems are enhancing the entire employee lifecycle, just connect with your local One Digital team, and they'll uh, they'll be sure to keep you up to date. Um, be sure to also subscribe to the podcast. You want to be the first to know when the next episode drops. Thanks again, everyone, for tuning in. I'm Jeff Cross, and this has been an episode of Friends with Employee Benefits.